Hello and welcome to Buffy Nation, a weekly Buffy podcast where we talk and watch and think about all things big and buff and Buffy. My name is Andrew. I'm joined by my co-host Maxine. Max, how you going? Um, good. How are you, Andrew? Yeah, not bad. Kicking along. How's your week? My week has been pretty good. Catching up with some friends who are over from overseas. Been hanging out with them a bit, which has been nice. The ones that were staying at your house? No, they are from interstate, but they were also friends of these people from overseas. So, we're all hanging out together. Okay, so Adrian's still here? Yes, Adrian is still here. Okay. Yep, Adrian and his family. And his seven children. Yep, seven children. (laughs) Adrian and the seven dwarfs. Oh, (laughs) it's really sweet. And how about you? I'd like to hear about how your Monday went. Oh, are you referring to the incident we will refer to as the Super Bowl? <laughs> yes. Um, look. Andrew I... has two standout interests. Yeah. One is shoes. Sure. The other one is football. Yeah. I, I mean, there are other things. In yeah, there, I know. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, maybe there's like four main ones. What are the other ones? Making things, toys, like music. Yeah. Making sounds. I think that's the big four. Yeah. But that's just to show how much he loves football. Yeah, I'm a big fan. What's your team again? The Baltimore Ravens. And the Baltimore Ravens made it to, I'll put it in Australian football terms, because most of the people who listen to this are Australian people. Mm-hmm. Um, they made it to the semifinals against the Kansas City Chiefs and um, lost in heartbreaking fashion. They really shut the bed on that one. Wow. And then Kansas City made it to the Super Bowl again. And then Kansas City versus San Francisco 49ers. It was the longest Super Bowl in NFL history. Mm-hmm. Went into overtime. Long story short, it, it was a close game, but I was disappointed in the outcome, which was Kansas City winning. I always watch the halftime show. Yes. How did you find the halftime show? So you had Usher. I enjoyed Usher. Yeah. I also think Rihanna was a good, like, palate cleanser a bit for last year. Rihanna's like, was really good. Like, it was great. You know, like, when they had Beyonce, Coldplay, and that small man. What's his name? Which one? Bruno Mars. Is that uh, his name? yeah, Is yeah. that a name? Yeah, when Coldplay did it, they yeah, had a lot like, of guests. That was way too much. Yeah, I agree. And way like Coldplay were cringe. That's why I felt like Rihanna's last year was perfect. Yeah, with no... I was expecting maybe Jay-Z to come out for Umbrella, but no guests was a real power it move. It was great. Yeah, I really liked that. And she had some good shoes on as well. She had some Solomons on. Okay, shoe nerd. <laughs> I enjoyed Usher. My favourite, controversially, in the past five, ten years was Eminem, Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Ooh, even 50 Cent's one I don't even like that much. It was very funny when he just appeared hanging oh, upside down. like in so the, good. Like in the, in the club video clip. Yeah. Um, oh, it was like Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar was oh. in there. I just really hate Eminem. I thought that was a great performance. I did like part of the cringe one, the Coldplay short guy. I liked Beyonce's individual performance of Formation was mm. wonderful. So that's probably like my second favorite part. Yeah, good song. Yeah. I think that kind of makes a big difference. Like if you like, like the Maroon 5 one was awful. That Maroon was a really 5. bad, uh, a really bad artist in year. But anyway, I mean, it's not a, it's not a Super Bowl uh, halftime show podcast. I also watched <laughs> the end because I turned it on, like I messaged you mm. that morning and I was like, what time's halftime show on? Because I didn't want to put it on. And But I did put it on every so often just to make sure I hadn't missed anything. And I just saw clips of Travis Kelsey because I guess there's lots of focus on him because Taylor Swift was there. Yeah. And he's just so disgusting. 
And so by the end of it, I was like, I hope his fucking team loses. <laughs> and so I did watch the end just to like see if they lost Hopefully, and yeah. was also disappointed. Yeah. Not as disappointed as you, but I was upset. I sent a text message to my friend when they scored at the end and I just said, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was... Um, what an unlikable man. I was not. I just, you know... And I like Taylor Swift. Give someone else a go. Just don't be... Just stop winning. Gross and weird. Oh, okay, I'm talking, about, won, I'm talking about the man, not the team. The, the team, the man, too many. Yeah, okay. Give the Ravens a go. <laughs> also, they're called the Chiefs. Yeah. I, Isn't that controversial? A little. Um, certainly not as bad as Washington's old team name. They finally yeah. changed it. And then for one year, they were called the Washington football team. Ah. And, and I think they should have just kept the Washington football team. I think that would have been way funnier. What did they go to? They've, they're now called the Commanders. Oh, that's weird. So, the Washington Commanders. Uh, so, people just call them the Commies. The Washington Commies. Like, they could have gone with Fighters. There's a lot of things they could have gone with. Um, war- as long as is it- there a Warriors team already? There's a Golden State Warriors. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we don't need to decide what they should be named. But that's a basketball team. So. Okay. Uh, Buffy. Yes. We're a Buffy podcast. Buffy podcast. Not a Taylor Swift's boyfriend is disgusting podcast. <laughs> did you, when did you watch? I watched this morning. Oh, mm. Did you enjoy? Not as much as the last two episodes. Yep. Um... I didn't mind it, but I definitely didn't enjoy it as much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Maybe the master focused episodes, I'm less, I don't think I care much for the master. I feel like he's a pretty one dimensional villain. Um, he's just like, I want to get out of my little cave. Ah, I want to go upstairs. Ah. Yeah. It's kind of his only motive, really. I mean, he was in the background. Yeah. But I still agree with you. Like, you know, the first two episodes was like. Buffy versus Master. Well, I mean, it's still, they haven't met yet, so it's still... Yeah, um, that's true. It's still, he's in the background, but I think that I just don't really care for him as a as a villain. Yeah, he's nothing. Yeah. Uh, there were iconic moments, I enjoyed it, but I agree with you. And I'm not sure if I agree with you because I've seen Witch and the praying mantis episode or oh, teachers yeah mm. teachers pet i've seen them less less than this episode yeah so okay so watching this is quite an iconic episode the one we're about to watch really we'll talk about yeah okay, interesting. i'll explain it to you yeah there was a few things that i at first was like have i seen this episode and then there was a couple of things that happened where i was like oh yes i have seen i do remember how this kind of it's iconic because there's just like these lines that are like everyone knows these lines in buffy yeah we're talking about the beeper one yeah that's yep. one uh okay Oh, yes, because I've seen those ones less. I, mm. I think I enjoyed them all. Mm. That's the point of all that. Uh, let us start. We open in the graveyard. Too bad it's not the first episode of the season, Maxine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we open to the graveyard. Good scene. Buffy's doing well. She's fighting a vampire. Well, is Buffy fighting the vampire? Because we've got a case of some pretty, uh, you uh, know, poor stunt person uh, um, coming into oh this Oh, boy. One. <laughs> Just you wait until season three yeah, this, where it's embarrassing. Well, this is close to that. I was just like, oh, I'm not even thinking, is that? Like, I can definitively tell you, you that's not Sarah Michelle Keller. If you think that and you do think that, what happens in season three sure. is Ten times worse. Okay. I look forward to like, it. Like, it's the same Buffy stunt double. Yeah. But. The good action. They were good at their, oh, yeah, their yeah. job, but it just, there wasn't it's enough so camera work to yeah. try and hide the fact that it's not. Uh, 
I can't, I kind of want us to watch this other episode just so you can see how bad it gets. Yeah. Anyway, Buffy slash stunt double. She's fighting real well, like Buffy herself. She's being quippy. She's fighting. Giles is there. He seems to be annoyed. Like, and I kind of agree, you know, how I wouldn't put Buffy down like this, but you know how in the previous episodes, I'm like, less talking, more fighting Luke. Yes. You know, just like get on with it. You would have had this job done. Yeah, he's coming out and critiquing her and kind of giving notes. And, yeah. Um, he's basically saying what I was saying about Luke, but let the woman live. Let her have her fun while she fights. <laughs> yeah, while she dusts a, dusts a vampire. Yeah, let her be silly and let her enjoy herself. I feel like it's quintessential for some, you know, for a hero slash action star to make jokes, right? Yes. Uh, let her work on a tight five while she's dusting vampires. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to find her fun where she can. Uh, so, stakes the vampire, Giles discovers a ring on the ground, mm. and they had assumed it was like, just, we're just killing a vampire, just another day at the cemetery, but then after finding the ring, they're like, oh, maybe... Maybe this ring means something. Yeah, maybe this is something more. Now, I, this is one of those moments where I'm just like, well, why is the ring there, but his clothes and everything else has turned to dust? We're not here to poke holes. Mm. I feel like I am. (laughs) (laughs) I will accept, I I will just assume that because it's a symbolic ring and has some level of magic or something in it, I'll I'll hand wave that one away. Okay, good. You'll let them off the hook. Uh, Then we cut to Buttface Master. Yep. He's back. He's in his underground buried lair. Yeah, he's talking about some... Did we ever discover why he's in this force field? I don't think so. Did we miss that? If we missed it, I don't know. He's stuck down there Because I know, yeah, there was like an earthquake, I believe, and that's why... Because it's a church. Yeah, it's a church, and that's why it's buried, so I understand that. But I don't know why there's this magical force field around him. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's... Do Do you know if we ever find out? Mm, not that I can remember. Hmm. We'll keep an eye out for it. If if we've missed it, it was... Maybe I'll look it up later. Yeah. I if... probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> if we missed it, it clearly wasn't hugely important yeah. or Yeah, it was probably... On... If it was mentioned, it was probably one of Giles's like, rantings at, mm. at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of ranting, Master is ranting. He's, like, being dramatic and... Yeah, he's reading from a book. Yeah, he's got himself some new minions. Where did Dala go? She just, like ran off when she did her Scream 7, whatever. Yeah. She, yeah, you're right. We haven't seen her since then. Yeah. Because all these minions are new. Uh, the Master is preparing for the arrival of the Anointed One. Mm. I don't know. It's something about the number five. And the Anointed One is different from the Harvest? It was to do the Harvest again. Yeah. So, he tried to get out with the Harvest and he couldn't and now he sees Buffy as the problem. Yeah. So, I feel like the Anointed One is like to here to take, take down, down Buffy, Buffy so he can move to... So, he can get out of Yeah, because he house. says, yeah, something about the number five and I wrote, apparently a powerful something he will use to destroy the Slayer. Yeah. From uh, the ashes. From yeah. The ashes lots of, of dramatic shit. Yeah. It's all very like wordy and just basically yeah. we know that five... It implies that, like, five people or maybe vampires or something yeah. will die. And something be rise one, again and something, something. Yeah, one yeah. to kind of be the powerful, not chosen one, but anointed. 
the anointed one to take down the chosen one. Mm. Uh, he tells one of his cheeky minions off and ends the monologue with, here endeth the lesson, which I would like you to remember for later. That's one of the iconic lines I was talking about. Okay. That's the first one. Then we're in the library and Giles is trying to figure out what the ring is. Buffy outsmarts Giles. And she's like, oh, what about this? She's just really going strong after that Mr. Gregory pep talk. Yeah. We've got, you know, continuation. Yep. Character development. Beautiful. Character development for some mm. and none for others. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the ring belongs to the Order of Aurelius. Yes. Thank you. Uh, then some big dude walks in and Buffy seems very silly girl interested in him. Yeah. And this was part of the annoying parts of this episode. Absolutely. Mm. Um, yeah, we're introduced to Owen. Uh, she walks in. She's like, Owen. Um, and one of this is one of those things where I was just like, oh, this is a character I haven't seen before. Surely he dies was my thought process because yeah. I didn't remember. I don't remember this episode, like how it went. I remembered some very I don't think we see him specific again. details and I was just like I reckon he's gonna it was it had that vibe to it, it had Jesse vibes to it yeah you know <laughs> but Jesse you're introduced in the first episode so it sort of is you don't quite expect how that's gonna go so did you look at the name of the episode before this you, episode yeah yes. before you watched it uh yes I did and did you think kill kill a boy this episode is called never kill a boy on the first, first date. date um like was that part of your assumption no no it's just like you know television show that has recurring characters and then you're introduced to a new character that's named like she knew him already if if he was introduced like this is blah 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 um i go oh okay maybe he's going to be in it for a couple of episodes and i've just forgotten um but the way it was like all of a sudden you know you know how i was saying how we should mark in the, like, kind people deaths because mm. they get killed off and mm -hmm. maybe this should have been an indication that this guy's not that nice. He's not – I mean, he's fine, but he wasn't, like, super supportive of Buffy. Mm. So he will probably live. Maybe. Yeah. But once I mark all this down, we will come to a conclusion if Joss Whedon kills off the supportive Buffy characters. Yeah. So we've got – so far, we've got um, Mr. Gregory, Mr. Gregory is, the, is a key one. Yep. Uh, big boy Owen wants Emily Dickinson. Buffy's making eyes at him. Emily Dickinson is an author. Yeah, like a poet. Not a not a not a student. No, no. He doesn't so come he, in going, he, I want Emily Dickinson <laughs> because of me. <laughs> With the libraries for books and for checking out people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So he's come to the library to get a book and then Buffy wants a copy of the book so she can seem cool and well-read too. Yep. And I was like, that's cool. I liked the line from Giles where he's like, you know, even um, seeming to want to check out a book would be called for celebration. I thought that was rude. I liked it. <laughs> that was funny. Rude. He's got no time for it. Yeah. He, he can tell that she's, she's zandering over this guy and... But let her live. She has a really stressful I know. job. She's a fucking teenager. I know. But Giles, you know, Giles is a bit more all work, no play at this point. So if he's all work, no play, he should learn how to fight as well. Why is he wearing a three-piece suit to the cemetery? Well, you know, you've got to be formal for uh. funerals. <laughs> anyway. So 
yeah, that thing happens. Then we're in the school cafeteria and Buffy and Willow are talking about Owen, who Willow describes as very much like what Angel becomes. Like a kind of... Spoiler alert for the next 10 seconds, but not really a spoiler. Mm. Because Willow's like, yeah, he's so broody and quiet and he reads. Lone and Ranger. He's sensitive yet manly. That, to me, describes Angel. Sure, yeah. Uh, then the three, including Xander, are sitting together when Buffy notices Owen sitting on his own and she goes to make her move but collides with Cordelia and Buffy makes a rude weight-related dig at Cordelia. Yeah, and her hips. Yeah. Didn't realise her hips were so big. Yeah. But also, having big hips is, has nothing to do... That's like, that's bones. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with anything. <sighs> It's like, I didn't realise your arms were so long for someone (laughs) with long arms. Like, it's not something that they have any capacity or control over. Yeah. Uh, So, even if you are trying to be mean about it, it's just just wrong. It's just fact. (laughs) (laughs) Move your long arms. Cordelia invites Owen to come to the bronze with her that night, but he invites Buffy to come instead. There's also a little joke in there where she drops her food on the ground when her and Cordelia collide, Mm. and Owen clearly is paying more attention to Buffy and talking to Buffy, and he says, "Um, at least you don't have to eat your Soylent Green. Do you know what Soylent Green is? Mm -mm. Do you know what is the secret to Soylent Green? Uh, There was a film- Why did that require a voice? Because it's from the trailer for the film, which I've never seen, but I've seen the trailer when I, I remember seeing the trailer when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and the trailer's really funny. It's this old film, and I think it's just called Soylent Green, but it kind of it starts off. It's one of those old '60s kind of trailers where there's a narrator, mm-hmm. and it's like, "What is the secret to Soylent Green?" And then it kind of cuts to some kind of footage from the film, and it's like Stephen found out, and he chose to end his life. Blah 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 blah. Um, and the idea is that in this film there's a food shortage or a famine um, and they have this food that they can use uh, and it's called Soylent Green. And uh, spoiler alert, Soylent Green is people. And so what was Owen's line again? <laughs> you don't have to, at least you don't have to eat your Soylent Green because there's sort of some questionable green stuff on right. there. Right. Well, uh, there's like a meal replacement thing called Soylent. And Jesus, that's real? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. And when I was in the startup world, is the way I'm going to put it, Yep. and just around people like that, people used to talk about Soylent and the reason, like, it was made was so nerds, you know, coming up with their entrepre- entrepreneurial, I can't, I'm not going to even try to say that word, so they could, like, stay at their computers for longer. Yeah. They made this drink so they could just, like, drink it and not move. It was, like, meant to cover everything mm. and it was just gross. I hated... Was it people? I hated startup culture. <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't. Uh, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, the So I that- assume that they named that after... Toilet Green. They yeah, must well, have. I just tried to look it up and I was like, I'm going to fact check, so I'm not going to... What I said was true. I don't know if they've named it after the movie you were just talking about, though. Uh, then on their way back to the library, Giles tells Willow and Buffy about the ring and the prophecy and the order of Aurelius. And he says that it's going to happen tonight. And Buffy's upset because of her date with Owen. And Giles gets very cute and British. I can't remember what he says. But it once again looked like someone read The Idiot's Guide to Writing a British Person and was like, yes, insert chum. Yeah, chum. (laughs) 
I also thought, really unsure why they made a teenager the Slayer. It just wouldn't work for anybody. But they didn't make the teenager. So you mean make, in terms of the writing of it? Uh, Fictionally or within the universe? Within the universe. But they don't make them. They chose, it's, just, it's just random, isn't it? Yeah, but it's always teenagers. They're always young women. Oh, sure. It's never like, oh, this well, 37-year-old. Maybe that's because they're the ones with the strength to stifle evil. Teenagers are unpredictable, unreliable. Maybe that's what makes them good at killing vampires. High emotions. Like, she wants to go on a date. That She's might be what you need. Hormones are raging. Uh, Giles says a very dramatic, tonight we go into battle, like he convinces Buffy that he cannot, she can't go on her date. Yep. And then we cut to the cemetery and nothing is happening. They're just sitting there, twiddling yeah. their thumbs. Thoughts on Buffy's clothes in this scene? I liked it. She's wearing like a... Fluffy hoodie with... Leopard print? I think it's tiger print. Okay, whatever. But yeah, I quite liked it. I was, But I don't think we see her wearing it again, but I was like, that's a fun, that's a fun jumper. Yeah, I liked it. I liked a lot of her outfits in this. And then, yeah. Giles thinks he miscalculated and lets Buffy run along to the bronze yeah. to go and see Owen. Giles warns her about keeping being the Slayer a secret. Like, oh, I know you're going off to the bronze, but don't, you know, mm. and put his life in danger. But Willow and Xander know and like... I yeah, I know. I think he was saying, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. It seemed a bit weird that it's like, but these other people know. Mm. So why is that bad? They sort of explain it a bit later. Um, yes. I but, mean. Yeah. But at the time. It, Giles yeah, I can't agree. predict the future. No. Uh, Giles still in his three-piece tweed suit in the cemetery. It would just be uncomfortable to sit. They were sitting and waiting. Like, put some. I don't know. Maybe just unbuttons it a bit. and mm. It's not stretchy. And also, like, he'll wreck his suit. He's got a pocket watch as well, doesn't he? Very British. It's in the Idiot's Guide to Writing a... <laughs> a British person. Pocket yeah, watch. Pocket yeah. watch. Yeah. Buffy's run off. Yeah. And then it's just Giles talking to himself with a little, like, book. And he repeats the thing that he said in the library, which is, Five shall die, and from their ashes the anointed shall rise. And then says, well, I'm sure it was tonight. Slams his book shut. Mm. Because then we cut to a bus and some very suspenseful music. And on the bus, there is an annoying child. And with, with his mother. With his mum. Uh, and then some. Con- there's uh, some other people, but the standouts is annoying child being annoying. Bus driver. Bus driver and this conspiracy theory type deep voice weird dude. Well, we have a, yeah, we've got a bus driver. We've got just a lady. She um, just is on her own. Then we've got the lady and the son and then the weird guy. Yep. Yeah. And so it's just like, here's the scene of the bus. Then, then we're at the bronze, and I tried shazamming the band that was playing. Mm. <laughs> uh, well, there was no band playing at this, on this point. They're all just standing in the room dancing and um, close dancing, but to music. So it's like it seems like sometimes the the bronze has no bands, and people yeah. still go there. And I was in my head, I was like, oh, it must be a must be a Friday because there's no band. And last time they were there and there was no band was a Friday. And so I was like, oh, it must be a Friday. But then I was wrong because then they're at school the next day later. And I was like, oh, what? Okay. There's no consistency you to this. You don't need. The bronze lineup is not consistent. I need to know what, what their schedule's like. Well, the Shazam. It also makes work. more sense to have bands on a Friday than it would on a on a Well, that should be day, the so. real question, not the, the why isn't there consistency. Band on the Thursday, no band on the Friday. Yeah. Anyway. Cordelia is dancing with Owen and Buffy Sad walks out. Yep. Then the weird dude on the bus is preaching. He kind of looks vampy without the makeup. Like he's got 
like a thick skin and like yeah, smushy he's just face. A bit of an ugly dude. Is yeah. he in? Um, I didn't do any. Uh, I didn't do any IMDb for this episode. Um, yeah. Is he the guy from Firefly? No. No. Okay. Cool. Oh, and then action scene. There's a vampire standing in front of the bus. The bus veers off the road and crashes. Well, it hits the vampire. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Uh, it does. It hits yeah, the vampire. Yeah, because, yeah. I don't know the, if we see the vampire come back or if it dies. No, no, but. we do. Also, the bus is from the Sunnydale Airport. And I just, this, like, seemingly small town yeah. has... Has an airport. Has its own docks. Yeah. <laughs> has an airport. Yep. <laughs> um, I think I wrote a list of other things that they have, <laughs> but not right now. Uh, the bus driver goes to check on the person he hit because I don't think he could see it was a vampire, even though we could all could. He had his vamp face on. Uh, the vampire attacks him, and then other vampires, like, go in, and the preachy dude, you can watch the preachy dude yeah, being killed. Yeah, and everyone gets attacked on the bus. Yeah. Then we're at school the next day, and Buffy and Xander are talking about, uh, like, they're next to their lockers, and Buffy's like, what am I supposed to do? Like, do I tell Owen... I was late, and she does have a good line here. You know, should I tell Owen that I was late because I was saving the world from this prophecy something something cemetery with librarian blah blah blah? And Santa's like, or you could just tell him. Yeah, you flat tire. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, yes, all that. Let's not be so dramatic, yeah, Buffy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Buffy is weird here. She's like, she gets agitated, and she thinks everyone thinks she's a loser. Yeah. You know, like, that scene where she, like, yells at Yeah, she's yelling at the strangers, the other kids walking yeah, past. Yeah, like, nothing to see here. Yeah. It's just Buffy with no life, something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, well, if anyone thinks you're a loser, it's because you're hanging out with Xander. <laughs> and then they kind of, like, talk about, I think. Because Buffy, yeah, sorry, Xander's, I wrote down a note and then mm. I deleted it because I was like, Xander being kind of reasonable and then in the same scene becomes classic Xander where he's, like, jealous little yeah. boy. But let's give him credit for being reasonable. For a fraction of a moment. One second, one yep. line. Yep. Because he's kind of like, hey, like, it's okay. Like, you know, you can talk, you can talk to him. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be all right. Like, flat tire, easy. You know, and, and not just get telling her, like, you can make up an excuse. He sort of says to her, like, hey, like, I'm sure it'll be fine. Just, you know, just talk to him kind of thing Some, and, along the lines of that. Yeah, and then he's like... Other other guys read too. Yeah, and then that's when I deleted it. Yeah. And <laughs> I then, was like, oh, fuck's sake, delete that note. <laughs> and so it's like apparently what the man does not read in this universe. And then I thought maybe just thought he was the only one who knew how to read. Like, oh, I'm a reader. Yeah. I bet all those other guys don't read. I but, can tell you from my experience of not reading in school, yeah. it was still not cool. <laughs> <laughs> No, but Owen is seen as the cool one. Yeah, the cool, the cool, broody, mysterious. Yeah. Yep. Now I'm just blaming all my problems on Joss. It just feels hey, like a, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna criticize you for it. <laughs> it just feels like, oh, only the like the deep, mysterious ones read, and the rest of us don't. Yeah. Sort of thing. Anyway, I also said maybe I don't know teenage boys at all. Uh, Owen. Finds Buffy, walks up to her. I also wrote, this man looks at least 28. And then I looked him up and he was actually 26, maybe 27, depending on what. Pretty close. Very tall. He's very tall. He's way too tall. He looks so old. Yeah. 
Like you can see his facial hair coming, like you can see the that, shadow. Yeah, I mean you can see that on like Zan- a lot of them had sideburns. A lot of the kids have sideburns. Yeah, I, there's no no one in my school had sideburns when I was a kid. Yeah, or if they did, it was like maybe they were the, the Americans and that- their GMOs like is growing them quicker. Yeah, yeah, you start growing more facial hair from high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Buffy rambles on about something like she's annoying again about how she couldn't tell the time like there's no clocks in my house or anywhere else I didn't know what day it was and so Owen lends her his pocket watch oh my god what is he British Um, yeah she says like says the thing about her not having any clocks not knowing and he goes well how about I pick you up at 7 I'll even lend you my watch yeah which is a cute it was cute. cute it was line. it was delightful. But Buffy being like a bit Xandery in this episode. Yeah. Like annoying. Annoying. Like yelling at the other student. Struck. Yeah. And also Xander looks down at his Tweety Bird watch, which I thought was endearing. He's got a Tweety Bird watch? Yeah, like I didn't I think because he hands Owen hands Buffy the pocket watch and then Xander, who is clearly jealous, like mm. looks down sadly at his watch and it's this like Tweety Bird watch. Uh, and I said, Buffy is annoying in this scene, but she has a crush, and crushes are the best. I would like a crush. Find me a crush. Okay. No, but actually, don't. I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> but having a crush is so much fun. <laughs> I want that thing. No, don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I, if you can find me a crush. Does it have to be a real person? Well, yeah. Okay. Because what you're just gonna like draw a picture and be like, have, yeah, yeah, have yeah. a crush on this stick figure. <laughs> here's his handsome McSweet face. Yeah. yeah. Well, like his friends call him Han. <laughs> <laughs> like here's this toy I made. Have a crush on this toy. <laughs> so Buffy goes to the library and annoying again. Like goes on to Giles about how things must be slow, so she should be able to go out tonight. Yeah. You know, just like she rambles at him. Yeah. That scene. Do you remember? Yeah. Is that the one where she talks about how it's the '90s and she can have it all? I think that might be a bit No, later. that's after. This is like just a two-second scene. She, you know, got this date with Owen, so runs into the library and like, so we're fine, we're still researching, huh? So I guess I can go out tonight. Things that's are all right. cool here. Yeah. And she just like rambles at him. And then leaves. It leaves and Giles is like, she's just the strangest girl. Yeah. Then we're back in the master's lair. He's saying he's one step closer to freeing himself from his mystical prison, which is what prompted me to write, do we remember why he's trapped in this mystical prison, but we said we don't. Then, Yeah, he does his little hand-wavy thing. Yeah, like touches his little, like, force field. Then we're in Buffy's room that night, and the three, Xander, Willow, Buffy, are trying to figure out what Buffy should wear on her date. And Xander is not only being gross, but also trying to sabotage her date. I think he, like, suggests that she wear this, like, puffer jacket and, like, snow hat. But then Willow's, like, try this on. And so Xander turns around but then adjusts, like, a mirror so he can watch Buffy change. It's disgusting. And then Buffy puts on a very nice dress. Yep. You agree? The green one? No, it's gold. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I agree. I had a dress just like it. Then uh, Giles shows up at Buffy's house. Where's Joyce? Where is Joyce? Also, she must be at the... Um, so what time is it exactly? It's like quite dark outside. Well, maybe it's... So it must be like 6.30. Yeah, I guess maybe it's winter. Yeah. But not really because well, the school Well, he's, he's in a... F- in a th- uh, yeah, they, they do it like they have summer break. Yeah, but then they start in September. So No, it's- they have spring break. 
Yeah. Oh, but no, summer no, break. No, yeah, yeah, their holidays the is one. summer. Yeah. And then they probably start school in September. So it's starting to cool down at least, you know, maybe. So, the, it's dark, yeah, I might guess. Be spring. No, it'd be autumn at best. Anyway, yeah. it's just super dark outside. Yep. But clearly cool enough to be wearing a three-piece suit most of the time, so. Yeah. Especially for someone from England where, you know. He should be. It's pretty cold. So hot, though. I find English people can't handle the heat. Because they're not used to it. Mm. So, I feel like he should be very uncomfortable in yeah. his three-piece suit. Also, why is Owen going to the club two nights in a row on school nights? Look, these kids I mean, love the bronze. Yeah. And plot holes, we're not here for them. You are, but... Well, it's not a plot hole. It's just kids going to the bronze a lot. School night? Well, we had Wednesdays off in my high school, like in year 11 and 12. Uh, we had Wednesdays off. It was like a study day. But it just meant everyone went out on a Tuesday night. So you had like a you had. But you went to a bad boy school. Did I? Yeah. I guess so. You went to like a school where people would break into the football oval near uh, and steal wine and then drink it behind the tennis courts yes. in the local park. I was not doing that in high I school. I wasn't doing that either, but the kids were. The other kids. Yeah, were. I've heard stories about your school. Yeah. I also wrote. I'm very lucky we didn't do this podcast when I was twelve. <laughs> <laughs> because it would burst my magical bubble. Like when I watched it when I was like 12, mm. I was just like, oh, wow, to be a teenager, so adult, like going out, you know, on these school nights, it's so fun and cool. But now I'm like, why is Owen going to the club two nights in a row? Yeah. What are his motives? Yeah. What's going on? This isn't real. So we're downstairs, Buffy's house. Yes. Giles, Owen, everyone's in the house. Giles reckons the thing is going down tonight and he's got like the newspaper and he's flapping it about. Yeah, he says like, it's like five people have died. In a bus crash. Yeah. Like I said, on the same night. Yeah. Surely this isn't a coincidence. Surely. The newspaper is like the Sunnydale something. And so I wrote that a good trivia question would be, which of these things doesn't Sunnydale have its own newspaper, its own airport, its own docks? It's own mayor, and then I couldn't think of the one that it doesn't have, but... It's own ice skating rink. Buffy does go ice skating. Damn it. But I don't know how far she drives to go there. But there's a lot going on in this small town. Yeah. So, Giles says that one of the men that was killed was someone, Borba, the preachy dude, mm. who was wanted for a double murder. Yes. Uh, Owen... Sorry, Owen shows up now and seems, like, cutely confused. That so, it must be seven o'clock. Yes. Deductive reasoning. Yes. Yep. Yeah, it's seven o'clock, but it's just so dark. It gets dark here. It's like, like it might, you know, it's not daylight savings. Daylight savings ends. I don't know if they have daylight savings in California. I think they do. My brother definitely does. Mm. San Francisco. Anyway, so Owen shows up. He, yeah, he's just like, hmm, why's the librarian at your house? Yeah. <laughs> and I think they make a joke about. Overdue books, Overdue books or something. Yep. Willow and Xander, like, try to distract him, like, take him to another room. And Xander, again, tries to sabotage Buffy's date. What is yeah. he? Do you remember what he says? He says something like, oh, she doesn't like X, Y, Z. And then he's like, and she doesn't like dancing. And she doesn't like being touched. And she doesn't like kissing. He kind of says all these things. Yeah, that- and he's like, actually, she doesn't even like people looking at her. So, don't even look at her. Then Buffy convinces Giles that she should... Go she should be on there. a date. Yep. And so... And that's when she says it's the, the iconic 90s. line. But then she also says Clark Kent, you know, even Clark Kent has a job. And that's Clark Kent is Superman. I... I don't know. <laughs> okay. Clark Kent is Superman. But then I was like, but he's 
had a job since like the 30s. Like Clark Kent and Superman have been in a thing since the 30s. So it's not a very topical. I know that Lois and Clark would have been on the television during the time, uh, during the 90s. I just don't get the point she's trying to make. To say that it's even Superman. But what is has her a job, job? Is her job going on a date? I guess so. <laughs> I guess like she means that he had she a sort life. She says he has a life. Yeah. 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 Even Superman has. Yes. It. They, yeah. yeah. But her going to school is her comparison of like Giles is not pulling her out of school to just like yeah. focus on slayering. No, I don't agree with you, Buffy. I'm sorry. <laughs> and yes. So the second iconic line from the episode is if the apocalypse comes, beep me. Then they will leave. Like Giles decides to go check out the funeral home himself. Yep. Willow says that they should go along. And Xander agrees, thinking that they're going along to Buffy's date. Yeah. Like, why would. He's just. Why would they write someone so unlikable? So now we're at the bronze, mm-hmm. and another band is playing, and they were Shazamable, and they are called Velvet Chain. Velvet Chain. Yes. And the lead singer is a woman. And I only wrote that down because she's dressed normally, unlike, you know, those other man bands really age the show. Yeah. But if I wore... Like the one with the cock ring. You just want to say cock ring. I did, yep. Yeah. Yes. I'll give you an alternative for the uh, the edit. Oh, the one with the glittery t-shirt. Yeah. And also the, like, the... What's that growth guy? Oh, yeah, with the beard. With the, the beard The, the thing. chin beard. And those, like, really the front wide rat, leg. The front rat tail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those wide leg, long shorts that... That go to Like, limp, limp biscuit style. Yeah. Like, just man bands really aging this show. <laughs> <laughs> so, Owen and Buffy having a little chat. Well, I noted that they were hanging out in the nerd corner because there's, like, board games and stuff behind them. Oh, and they're talking about fun. books. And I was like, fucking nerds. At the, why are you going to the bronze to be nerds and play board games and talk about books? That sounds like so much fun. Yeah, it sounds great, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I would be. And then you can get up and dance for a bit if you want. I would actually love that. I'm sure people have tried to recreate yeah. the bronze vibe yeah. and have failed. But yeah. Like, what did you do on Saturday night, Andrew? This Saturday night? Yeah. I was hanging out with a bunch of friends. and What were you doing with your friends? We weren't at a bar. We were playing Jackbox. <laughs> so, you're playing some games with your friends. I'd be happy in the nerd corner. At the, yeah, but you at, said it so rudely. Yeah, because it's fun to, you know, make fun of nerds. I want to feel like I'm on that. I want to feel like a jock for once. Okay, Joss Whedon. <laughs> uh, so, Owen is talking about Dickens, comma, Emily, saying how he loves how morbid she is. He's also weird. He's, like, very unlikable here. He's saying how he thinks girls don't get him because they're into frivolous things and, oh, he's such a deep-thinking man. Mm. And Buffy's like, like what? And he says, you know, they're just, like, obsessed with dating. Says you, who's asked a girl out twice Twice. in a row. And Buffy... Yep. Buffy's sad. And then, like, to distract him, they get up and dance. Owen, very tall. He says she's, like, two people... And so I guess he's noticed that, you know, she's a bit of a silly girl, but also a serious girl. Cordelia shows up with crimp tear. Yes, it's crimp, cord, crimpy Cordelia. I liked it. Crimpy Cordelia. It doesn't look good. And it's like side part crimped as well. Like, but not, they're like over the top. But yeah, it's weird. It is weird, but I still liked it. Um, they have a weird, like, territorial conversation. Yeah, she walks in and sees them dancing. Yeah, she's rude. She hates it. And then Buffy's really rude back and just like, 
why can't we all just get along? Yeah. So Giles shows up at the funeral home in his very, like, British-looking car. Mm. And it's like, he didn't drive to the US. It looks like... It looks, yeah, that's part of the, you know, came with the pocket watch. Yeah. It was a combo deal. Have you watched uh, The Mummy, Mummy Returns, Brendan Fraser? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's like, his car looks like the car from that movie, which is like yeah. set. In their 20s. Ni- yeah, 20, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Giles shows up, British car, funeral home, he hears noises, and there's a vampire, watch out, Giles. Oh, he gets snuck He's up He's surrounded, on. ad break. And then we come back and he runs inside and the vampires very slowly follow because they're like right next to they're him. They're right next to him and they mm. they could have, they kind of wait for him. He turns turns around, doesn't see anything and then cuts back and right in front of him is a vampire. Yeah. And there's like a, a two maybe because yeah. he seems to be kind of surrounded. But then he, he pulls out a, a cross and kind of... Uh, like, okay. A little hiss. That makes a lot more sense because he kind of like... Then it cuts to him running into the funeral yeah, home. Yeah, so that's just after he's, you know, yeah, and them. and the vampires are just like strolling in. Mm. So he goes into the like coroner's type office, you know, where they because there's a weight body part weight thing. Yep, and he very easily. This is me, like, just digging holes at this show. Oh, I thought we weren't allowed to dig holes. I know that's why. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't record this when I was 12. Um, he, like, drags this large filing cabinet. I, yeah. Well, did you have a problem with this too? I had a problem with this yeah, as well. Yeah, so, so he so easily he's drags it. barricade yeah, himself in. Yeah. yeah, puts it in front of the door. And then these two vampires, vampires are strong, can't get in. Seem to jostle the handle a bit. Yeah, I, yeah. I wrote a note about that as well. What did you write? <laughs> I said, like, it just said cabinet. And it's, like, super. Yeah, he drags it over with absolutely yeah. no issues. He, it's not straining. There's no risk of like putting his back out. No. Um, and then it's leans, pretty it up tall. The, leans it up against the door and then they can't, you know, at that point can't get through. So yeah. They're not trying. I hope we're not ruining this for people who are just like magical Buffy and we're like, no, this doesn't work. I think most people would see that and just go, oh, I don't well, think that's really going to hold the vampires back. And then he puts a chair against it and also like a coat rack and the coat rack just falls down straight away. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's like, uh, I'm fine with him doing that. Not. Him doing it is not the problem. It's mm. that it seems like it worked. Yeah. If they just knocked it down straight away or something like that. Um, and I- it's weird. Actually, this will be coming up. But the vampires are there to get the anointed one. And I'm not sure why they didn't take the body with them. I think it needs to rest and then rise, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's how it works in yeah. this universe. But those vampires that attacked the van... Killed five people. And then left They them should all. have taken the bodies with them mm. and waited till they rose. Yeah. But they didn't. They left the scene, waited for the emergency services to come, take the bodies to the funeral home. The article was written. Yep. And now they have to go back to this now funeral home. Now they've made more work for themselves. Truly. Inefficient. Yeah. I don't think they they didn't have logistics jobs in their previous lives, I'm assuming. And there was a bus right there, just like... Kill them. You drive the bus. Drive the oh, bus. Oh, it might have been broken too much, but yeah. Someone could have like waved down the bus. Got on. Yeah, without a vamp face. Yeah. And then got on, attacked everybody, killed they all them. Could, all the vampires could have got on. Yep. You know. Killed everybody. Because there was five, we had five vampires from the master. Yep. Like at the start. I think there was three. Was there three? There could have been five. Anyway. Let's say three Enough five. to handle a bus. Definitely. This small One bus va- of vampire people. can take... Two people at least, yeah. if not more. 
And then so the alternate plan is like flag down the bus, get on, kill everybody, remove the driver, get in the driver's seat, drive him closer to the master. Yeah. So simple. Wait for them to rise. Buffy could have gone on her date. Anyway. All fine. Yeah. But because, yeah, the ending would have been the same, but we wouldn't have a fun show now, would we? No. (laughs) So Xander and Willow show up at the funeral home and they, like, talk to Giles through the window and then they run back. The windows are barred. Yeah. The windows are barred and they run back to the bronze to get Buffy. And this is probably this bronze scene that comes up. I think that's the best part of this episode. Mm -hmm. It's like Mm -hmm. cute and funny. So we're back at the bronze. Uh, Another iconic line is coming up. Cordelia's like whinging in the corner about Buffy and Owen when Angel walks in. He actually looks nice in this. He looks nicer than usual. He's not hot. He's still not hot to me, but I thought he looked better. Mm. And Cordelia says, hello, salty goodness. Yeah, that was... I didn't like that. I didn't like it either. Weird line. Iconic. Yeah, as he walks past, she says, says that to herself. And then, does she go up and talk to him? I can't remember. No. Or does she just watch no, him no, go straight? No, she, like, she says something like, better call that guy an ambulance because he's about to like run out of air or yeah, something. Yeah, oxygen once I'm done with him. Yeah, something like that. But then she sees- Is she going to sit on his chest or like, <laughs> just like a sleep paralysis demon and suffocate him? <laughs> like put her mouth on his and just suck out his <laughs> yeah, air. Yeah. He doesn't breathe. Uh, Cordelia sees- Angel walk up to Buffy and then poor Cordy, sad, poor, sad Cordy. She's like, what? Is there's no justice in the world? Yeah, something why like does that. everything go wrong for me? Something yeah. like that, yeah. So, Angel warns Buffy about tonight. He couldn't have done this yesterday. Like He's also like, he doesn't do much. He just comes and tells her like, hey, there's this thing you need to. Like, what else is he doing I don't know. with his time? Like, not killing a fucking Wolverine vampire with a claw. Like, come yeah. on, man, you could have done that. Yeah. You could have sorted that out. <laughs> Lucky he didn't, because then they They, used him to find... But they could have just gotten any vampire. Yeah, exactly. Angel seemingly gets jealous of Owen, uh, who just got Buffy a muffin at the club. A muffin? Yeah, he comes back with, like, a muffin. Yeah. Because he says, oh, do you want something to eat? And she said, yeah, actually. Was it not a burger? Oh, maybe it was a burger. Burger would make more sense. But let's pretend it's a muffin. But I think a muffin would make more sense. That's if she's going to... You know, they're not even sitting at a table. I don't know. I mean, look, Muffin, Buffy. The Bronze. It's got DJs. It's got bands. It's got board Not games. Not DJs. It's just got- I know. It's got a playlist. It's got a playlist. It's got a CD. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a CD player. It's got muffins. Would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. For the nerds in the corner. Um. So- She introduces Angel to yeah. Owen and Owen to Angel. And- And make sure that she refers to Owen as her date. Yep. And she puts her arm around him. And so, yeah, Angel seems a bit jealous. Owen just seems like, ooh. Who's this guy? Yeah. And- We're the same height. <laughs> We're both really tall. Angel says, I know her from work. Uh, then Willow and Xander run in and it's like this amusing conversation and they manage to get Buffy to come to the f- to the funeral home by pretending to be a couple and they want to do something daring on their double date. Mm. And it's just... It's silly, but amusing. Yeah, yeah. So, they're kind of, they're trying to tell her there's a problem at the funeral home and they're trying to be coy about it. So, they kind of start saying like, oh, we're dating. We're on a double date. And, you know, it'd be fun to do on a double date, going to the funeral home. And Buffy kind of clocks what they're, you know. They could have like, they managed to distract Owen before. Xander could have been like, hey, man, how's it going? How's the date going? Did you kiss yet? Yeah. Let me tell you how to do And Willow could be like, Giles is stuck at the funeral home. Yeah. And would have been solved. 
But Buffy decides that she will go alone, not on this double date. And before she leaves, she kisses Owen, which I thought was nice. Yeah, she says, you know how you said there was two... You thought there's, there's two, two of, of me. me. Well, right now the other one of them has to go, but the other one really wants to be here and I'll be back. Yep. And then, yeah, she sort of walks away. And in my head, I'm like, she should have kissed him. And the camera lingers. And then she comes back and I was like, oh, she kissed him. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. And I also wrote, why isn't Angel going along? I know. What does he do? That's exactly what Lazy does he do? bastard. <laughs> He's not even collecting information properly. <laughs> no. Like, you couldn't even tell her the night before. Yeah. This thing's happening tomorrow night. Better prepare yourself. Anyway, the gang get to the funeral home, and then Owen just shows up too. Yeah, he's, like, followed them there. Yeah. Buffy gets to that coroner's office thing and finds Giles hiding in one of the body drawers. And this is what I wanted to talk about. Because she walks in and the bars bars are being ripped open. So, the bars have been, like, stretched open. Yeah. And they have gotten in but they couldn't push over that filing cabinet but they could stretch these metal bars i think for our own sake again like we said with the ring let's say giles put that in there then hid and then they knocked it open they were just checking i wonder if this is locked yeah i mean yeah we didn't see the whole thing yeah so maybe they they got in maybe it was like two seconds yeah and but he got to talk to willow and xander in through the window maybe they didn't know he was in that room Maybe they were like, oh, this is locked. He wouldn't have been able to get in there. Maybe that was their thought process. True. Yeah. Less, less pokey, holy me. I, I like the hole poking. <laughs> and then I like filling the holes with okay. our little theories. Or <laughs> <laughs> making things better and easier for them. Yeah. Those vampires should have just flagged down that bus. So. Yeah. How much does a bus ticket cost back in the 90s anyway? <laughs> it was the Sunnydale Airport shuttle. Oh, probably a lot. Yeah. were they heading to the airport they must have been heading to the airport i think it was a picking up thing because the kid annoying child has like a plane thing that he's like playing with and he's like hey we just went on a plane but also if if preachy weird man has is being like wanted for double murder yeah he's getting away from where he was not on an airplane yeah this is the fucking 90s it's Mm, a domestic flight we hardly needed id to get on planes yeah this is pre 9-11 yeah all right do whatever the hell we want. That wanted. hole's been poked and satisfyingly yeah. filled. <laughs> like getting on a domestic flight was like catching a bus. It kind of still is. Yeah, sure. So Buffy finds Giles in the drawers. Yep. In the body drawers. And she tells him that Owen is there and he's like, oh my God. But, and then she goes to hide. So she says, one second, I need to go hide Owen. I don't think sh- he should see you because that would like everything's too weird. Mm. And so then Buffy goes back to where Willow, Xander and Owen are and, like, tries to find a room for them to hide in yep. while she does her work. And so they're in this where you hold the funeral or a viewing, a viewing room. Yeah. Uh, Just, what did it say on it? It said, like, private or something and oh, I don't know. One said flower room and I thought that was weird. That was when Giles was running around trying yeah. to find somewhere to hide. Yeah, this said something, but it looked like a viewing room. Yep. Then there's another... Funny scene of Xander and Willow putting things up against the door. Yeah. And, like, they get a lamp. A lamp and a cushion. Yeah. Like, the couch, sure. Yeah. But, and they're under stress. So, yeah. you're just, just putting whatever they can. Uh, Owen opens one of the blinds in the room because there's, like, blinds lining the room. And he sees a dead body and it starts to move. It's preachy Borba. 
comes up and he's got his shirt off and he's like, He's a big guy. I have been judged. Yeah. He says, and then he smashes the window with his forehead. He's a good evil guy. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. And he's now a vampire. I wrote, this man is very good at talking with his vampire teeth in. Because mm. some of them lisp. Yeah. And he was not lisping. I was just trying to imagine myself with vampire with teeth vampire in. vampire teeth in. Yeah. His name's Borba, by the way. Borba finds Buffy. Giles gets knocked out accidentally. I marked that in. And he accidentally turns the cremation machine on, like the fire the fire hut. Yes. the cre- Yeah. Which I thought was, I was like, oh, cremation. Hmm. Ties back into yes. last week. Yes. Oh, not last week. Episode three. Which, yeah, yep. fire. Fire bad. Owen hears Buffy scream and he, he runs in to help. Boba hits Owen and it's just this like little mild hit. I think. Hits him on the back of the head. Yeah, but the I door. think Giles was hit harder. Yeah. And. Boba's like, he has died. And Buffy's yeah. like, he has died. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's funny. just like, oh, everyone thinks he's dead. Ciao, Owen. But it gives Buffy anger and energy to like. Yeah, she goes a bit Hulk. Yeah. Gets, gets angry. She She's gets, like, you killed my date. And starts yeah. like wailing on him. Yeah. So I guess it worked. Mm. Then, but then we see. <laughs> so weird. It's not that weird compared to everything else. But we see Owen waking up. And Willow runs in and she's, like, worried. Even during this fight scene, mm. she's like, Buffy, you might, don't let him see you slay. It's like, Buffy's fighting for her life. This yeah. guy's, like, Who Giles cares? is here. Like, we've passed the point of, like, hiding this right now. Yeah. Then Giles and Buffy manage to get Barbara into the cremation. What are we calling it? Draw? Hole? Crematorium. Yeah, but it's just the actual... Yeah, the, the thing that they put him in, yeah. She, yeah, which is on fire. She throws him on the slab and he slides straight in. Boba dead. Boba screams. Yeah. So, it's just like setting them on fire. Yeah, that's a... That's a way, good way to kill him. Yeah. Cool. Owen is like confused and just like, I thought we we're going to end the night with eating ice cream and Buffy said we still can. And he says something like, no, I think I just want to go home. I want to go home alone. Yeah. I mean, he's probably concussed as well. Yeah. But Buffy's sad. Yeah. Xander and Willow take him home, even though he wanted to go home alone. He seems pretty dazed and confused, though. Yeah. So. But not dazed or confused enough to say, I don't want to go with you, Buffy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, thanks. Yeah. I don't like it when the women save me. <laughs> <laughs> then we are at school the next day, and Buffy is asking the other two if Owen said anything about her on their way home. Sad music. Dun, 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 dun. I didn't, that wasn't, Andrew, can you do some sad music? Oh, sorry. <laughs> so Xander's still trying to convince Buffy that he could be the one, like. Yeah, just shut up. Yeah, Sandra. I can't remember what the line was, but it's like, but Owen was so nice. And he says, I could be nice. But I think he actually says, I could read. Yeah. Then It'd be funny if it was, I could be nice. It's like, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> And Xander did check out those witch books. I guess he was looking at the pictures. Yeah. Then Owen finds Buffy and says he would really like to see her again. And he's, like, really excited. And he thinks, like, she's the coolest and he's very enthusiastic about it. And he says that nearly being killed made him feel like he's alive. Yep. So he suggests they do something equally life-threatening that night. And Buffy... Yeah, says maybe we can walk down Main Street and get into a fight in a bar. Yeah. 
you got knocked out, buddy. Yeah, you're not winning that fight. No, and Buffy also knows that. I think she wanted to say, you got knocked out, buddy. And so she realizes that Owen might not be so lucky next time and to protect him from getting himself killed by his enthusiasm, Buffy breaks up with him, Chow, again, Owen. Maybe the death of Owen is Buffy breaking up with him. Yeah, but that that was why when you first see him, I was like, this guy's going to die. And then I was surprised that he didn't die. No, but I don't think we see him again. Good. Uh... Giles, so we're still outside at the school. Giles finds Buffy and says that he was 10 when he found out he was destined to be the Watcher and his dad was one and his grandmother was also. Yeah, so it seems like a birth line for for Watchers. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. definitely. He said his grandma, his dad and him. But in maybe in like a profession sort of way, like for continuing on the family tradition kind of thing, not in like a... a you magically like you will get powers yeah exactly yeah okay yes 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 that makes sense okay he also says he wanted to be a fighter pilot or a grocer Mm -hmm. cute little giles background and then they speak about responsibility and people getting killed and buffy feel bad that giles was put in danger because she wanted to go on a date and he kind of reassures her and says no it's like i'm yeah. They have a nice conversation. Yeah, I'm aware of the he's dangers. He's a grown man. That's, you know. He doesn't say, I'm a grown man. But <laughs> I'm an adult. Yeah. He also <laughs> says they don't have an instruction manual. Yeah, he says out of all the tomes and laws and stuff, as in like, you know, there's not. But they, there is an instruction manual. But, I, but is it an instruction manual in terms of like living your life around those things? I think that's what he's kind of getting at. True. Well, it should have a section about that because I think that would be the hardest thing to overcome. How to do dates. Just how to do life. I mean, everyone could read that book. No, no, but how to do life while you have this like extremely stressful job. Um, He says that she's doing well and I liked that more encouragement for our friend Buffy. Yeah. Uh, And she admits that like Xander and uh, Willow Although they're there as well, they're smart and sensible about it and they're not putting themselves in danger. Yes, and, and so that kind of covered up. And that she thinks that um, Owen would, you know, he'd be dead, like, the next time. Oh, definitely. Like, he's a he's eager not, beaver. Yeah, exactly. And he's a dum-dum. Yep. Then they say, well, at least we succeeded in stopping the prophecy and that the master must be having a real bad day. <laughs> and then we cut... To the master, who is not having a bad day because the anointed one is there and it's that dumb kid from the bus. It's the little boy. Yep. Little bus boy. Yep. Which makes sense that they've gone into the, the morgue and have opened up the bars because they have taken the body with them. They've taken the body of the boy. Oh, mm. good catch, Andrew. But they've left the other guy because they don't need him because he's yeah. not the anointed one. And didn't they think... Where were those other vampires that, you know, the ones that originally came to pick up the body mm. that were attacking Giles? There is one brief scene where where Willow and Xander and Owen are kind of running around trying to find somewhere mm. to hide. And they there's, there's vampires outside and they close them in. They close the gates in on them. Yeah. So, you kind of think, oh, they're locking them in with the anointed one is sort of the thought. But I guess they're just like, at that point, they must have got already gotten... Yeah. The kid and then have left. Good one, good one, good one. And the kid has big, like, Haley Joel Osman 
vibes. <laughs> I was like, is that Haley Joel Osment? But I, I, no, that, I didn't look it up. That kid has, I think it's Osment. Is it with a T? Whatever. Did you fact check this, Andrew? No, I just said. Like, I didn't even look up IMDb this week. The kid <laughs> on Buffy's got really dark hair and the kid from The Sixth Sense, yep. he has light hair. He's a light-haired boy. I don't know. They've got similar. They've got a, they've got a vibe to them and that they've got the same vibe. My first thought, like my new thought about this was like, why did they get a kid to be a vampire? Because they age so quickly. Vampires do. Or kids do. Children act this the actor. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I thought it was a bad move. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends how long the kid sticks around for. But that was the thing. That was the only thing I remembered about this episode was when it went to the bus and we saw the kid. I was like, oh, that's right. The kid is the anointed yeah. one. That's the only thing I remembered about this episode. I think because there's a lot of previously on Buffy. Oh, maybe that was, maybe I and hadn't the, seen this episode. Yeah, maybe because that, that kid is like shown a mm. lot. I don't. I'm not going to tell you what I vaguely remember about the kids. No, no, I'm, yeah, I'm uh, yeah. looking forward to not remembering yeah. it. So. Um, I have no thoughts or, like, definitely no feelings on this episode. My main thing was just Buffy's being annoying. Yeah. Like, in those parts, Xander is, again, I'll also being says, annoying. Yeah, but just gross. Like, Buffy's just being annoying. Xander's being gross. How many episodes do you think we'll get where we go, Xander was good in this episode? But he has his, he said a funny joke last week. Funny joke. The does bar not, is low for Xander. The bar is very low for Xander. You know, when he was saying to um, Buffy, oh, you know, just talk to him, it'll be fine. Like something along the lines mm. of that. And I was like, oh, he's being reasonable. That was me kind of being like, well done, Xander. You're doing <laughs> yeah. a good job. Oh, and I was gosh. like, oh, no, he's not. <laughs> yeah. And also, if Willow said that, we wouldn't be saying. We wouldn't be like, well, well was a supportive. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're right. The bar it. is low yeah, for Xander. The bar Santa. is just so low that we'll take whatever we can get from him. <laughs> and just any man in life, really. Uh, yeah. No no emotions here. No themes of family or belonging. So, didn't like. I mean, I guess there was a little bit of responsibility and. No, but they're the themes that those family belonging is the ones that usually. Oh, are like, yes, oh, yes, this yes. is just so nice. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the themes didn't touch me. Yeah. Do you have thoughts and or feelings? No. No, this episode was fine. Like, I didn't I didn't um, dislike it, but I certainly didn't enjoy it as much as the previous two. Yeah. I think, agree, agree, agree. I think these master episodes just don't quite do it for me. I don't, like I said, I don't find him particularly engaging as a villain. And so, therefore, I'm a little less invested in mm. in these ones because he's just he's just a boring man who's... Like, they ultimately, I mean, and, and I don't quite remember, mm-hmm. but I feel like, you know, the big bads always just, all they want is power to some extent, right? Mm-hmm. Like, generally speaking, um, and maybe that's not specific to Buffy, but generally speaking, you know, the bad guys just want to, they just want their power because, and he very much kind of embodies that, just like his motives are just very, I want to be the out on there eating people again. Well, yeah, he doesn't just want how he wants out of his, his little magical cage. sphere. Yeah. I was just seeing what is what's what's the next episode? The next episode is the pack. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then we've got one, two, three, four, five, six more episodes. Mm. Sick. I can't wait till we do a let's rank. Yeah. Our favorite big bads of the season, the main villain. But we'd have to do that once we've watched everything. Yeah. Okay. So we'll A full recap episode. So, yeah, so in five years' time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our time will come yeah. and we will rank them. Yep. Okay, wrap it up, Andrew. Stick a stake in it. We're done. Um, thank yes, you Dad. for 
That's my little like sign off. Do you care about the chapter titles? <gasps> What's the name of the episode? Uh, can we do the chapter titles first? Okay. Chapter titles are A Time of Crisis, mm-hmm. Book Wormy. Yep. The Slayer is Crushed. Yep. If the Apocalypse Comes, Beat Me. The Big Leagues Date Dash Us Interrupts. Mm-hmm. Maybe I typed this out wrong. I don't know. Fun at the Funeral Home, An Anointed Appointment. Yep. And Breaking Up is Hard to Do. Were you trying? I'm going with that one as my favorite, the last one, because it's a reference to a Burt Bacharach song. Okay. I didn't ask what your favorite I'm just saying <laughs> out of rank, the chapter titles. Rank these chapter titles. <laughs> the chapter titles. No, I'll just tell you my favorite. That's that one. Okay, but what um, are you calling the episode? You, Andrew, not um, me. My immediate thought was the annoying one instead of anointed one. Yes, that's good. Let's okay. go with that because Buffy was really annoying. But we need to spell annoying like anointed somehow. It's... Uh, we'll, put, we'll put an I in you, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll yes. put an I in we'll it. We'll put an I in it. Thank right. you. I'm yeah. glad we figured that out on air. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you for listening. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at BuffyNation underscore. You can email us at BuffyNationPodcast at gmail.com. Maybe Andrew will make a fun video this week. Uh, yeah, maybe I will. Um, and uh, that's pretty much it, right? Yep. All right, I guess that's this is the bit where I say bye and you say ciao. Ciao. Bye. <laughs>